you you changed your pace on the one. Oh my gosh. Well, you know, that serves you right for saying that I'm the most annoying podcast host alive. <laughs> like, how could you even know that? You haven't even heard all of them. <laughs> I could never say that about you. Not when Joe Rogan exists. If <laughs> <laughs> you ever listen to Joe Rogan. I've seen a picture of his face. Isn't that enough? <laughs> <laughs> I respect the grumpiness of that take. <laughs> All right, so FSBT update. It's been a while FSBT since we've done this. FSBT update. We've missed you. I really did not sell that very well. Hey, Casey, it's time for FSBT update. That's better. That's better. That's better. That's better. Yeah. I, I said that with all of the uh, the enthusiasm of a parent trying to get their kid ready to go somewhere. <laughs> it's time to go to the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. All right. Well, the reason we haven't done this in a while is because uh, people just haven't sent these jokes in, Casey. And so, <laughs> you know, we don't write these. Goodness. Right. So that's, we just that's whenever... not even a little bit true. Matthew wrote all of these jokes. I'm going to read half of them. Matthew wrote this whole episode, including everything I'm going to say later. <laughs> Unless it's good, then you wrote it, right? <laughs> yeah. If if it makes you laugh really hard, it's my joke. All right, so here's our uh, semi-regular tribute to Norm MacDonald. R.I.P. R.I.P. Okay. Am I going first? Here we go. Yes, you're going first. PETA, in parentheses, people for the ethical treatment of animals. Thank you for clarifying that for our listeners. Is using chat GPT to create a vegan, cruelty-free version of... Of the book of Genesis. Well, that's just great. <laughs> How is anyone supposed to masturbate to that? Casey. That's horrible. That's awful. <laughs> oh. I wonder As if always. in this version of Genesis, if God makes women for a different reason than so that <laughs> men won't have sex with animals. <laughs> Solid callback. <laughs> Not even mad at that. <laughs> As always, all of these are, are actual news stories. Yes. In case the fact checker, the army of fact checkers out there <laughs> was wondering. People hate listening to FSBT so that they can fact check us. The jokes weren't even real. They just made them up. <laughs> All right, in other news, Pope Francis made headlines this week by saying that sex is, quote, a beautiful thing, and it's normal to meet people on Tinder. Oh. Do you hear that, Kendra? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's not a good joke. I don't approve. That's awful. <laughs> That's awful. What? Well, okay. <laughs> Was the Pope... Putting those two things together or just, uh, yeah. I, I think he's just really leaning into this whole thing of he's cool Pope. He's cool he's Pope. cool Pope. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, goodness. Okay. Crazy story in Texas. A disabled nun was fired from her monastery after it was discovered that she had been sexting with a priest in Montana. <laughs> now this may strike some of you as a bit of a hot take but i believe that everyone in this story is awesome <laughs> oh man was the priest fired i don't know he was taken off of the, the one I, the story said that he was moved to a different church. <laughs> no, he was he was taken off of ministry duties while they investigated it. Okay, I guess at the time of the story they hadn't finished the investigation. I don't I, know how so, this was I, discovered? Um, I can't remember. I can't remember, but she, she's like very disabled. She was, uh, I mean, she's like in a wheelchair and has a feeding tube. And uh, her defense was that, like, she had fallen out of the wheelchair or something and had, like, a 
head injury and like she says she wasn't herself mm. i guess that's interesting but, but one of the one of the things that she texted was that she was she's a younger nun okay and she had texted this so oh, i don't know if what you're about to say is going to be serious or a joke no it's serious but it is, <laughs> okay. it's just both she her defense was that they had never consummated this that it was just texting and that she was out of her mind because of the head and falling out of her wheelchair but one of the things uh that it was found that she texted it was she texted this priest that she was late with her period so <laughs> i have no idea oh. i have no idea <laughs> there's a lot going on in that story so let's uh let's move along to something do you more think heartwarming. she thought do you think she thought that there was that 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 the sexting and the lateness was related you think she was that oh, uninformed about i mean it happens right people like grow up never really knowing the facts of <clears throat> i mean but it's all right there in the bible she has to know <laughs> well maybe she was reading the pita version of the bible <laughs> that's what ha- see this is a very slippery slope you read the pita version of the bible you get nuns and free sexting and nuns thinking they might be pregnant from sexting so thanks a lot people for the ethical treatment of animals <laughs> all right in in heartwarming news a 26 year old ohio woman has been arrested for defecating on a church altar According to authorities, Laura Minyard entered the chapel of the Good Samaritan Hospital in Cincinnati and relieved herself on the altar, after which she used the altar's fabric runner to clean herself. You know, I believe in looking at the positive. And it wasn't so long ago that churches in this country would only let men poop on the altar. (laughs) We've come a long way. It's progress. <laughs> no, actually, the church actually uh, refused to pr- to press charges when it was revealed that Laura was only a children's minister. So it was it was okay. Oh, this is gross. This is this is. I feel like we've talked about this before. How do people this, do this? This was a similar story when a woman broke into a church and violated a crucifix on the altar with her private parts. <sighs> what is going on with women <laughs> in churches? Are women okay? No, <laughs> nobody's okay right now. But this is this is a lot. Was she mad about something? Or was it just like... (laughs) That's a great question. This is Cobra Kai's stomping ground. Like, hey, Cobra Kai, get to the bottom of this. Hmm. As if he's still listening to these episodes. He's married now. (laughs) (laughs) He's probably making little Cobra babies. Oh, good. Good. Okay. A Baptist pastor has been arrested for dealing weed and mushrooms out of his North Carolina church. I'm looking here in the story for a church name. An address, perhaps? Can someone help me out here, you know, for research? (laughs) True story. There's a tremendous amount of weed and mushrooms. Really? Mm -hmm. Was he selling to the members or to just, like, that he was using the church as a like a holding place that's what i'm curious about uh you know we call it outreach casey (laughs) (laughs) i mean when i was in youth group they just gave out pizza so oh and sam's choice cola (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) mountain thunder or whatever it's called yeah i think mountain lightning or mountain Mountain lightning jesus dr thunder mountain lightning sorry sorry clint clint's gonna listen to this and ball of his fist and be like we've (laughs) tweeted about this you know the difference dr thunder (laughs) (laughs) that's that sounds like a kinky nickname that some guy wants to be called 
<laughs> There's some guy out there asking to be called Dr. Thunder. I just know it. <laughs> you know, I don't believe in wearing my credentials on my sleeve, so I just have Kinder call me Mr. Thunder. <laughs> All right. The Archdiocese in Hartford, Connecticut is investigating a potential miracle of communion wafers. Parishioners at the St. Thomas Church were taken aback when the bowl of wafers apparently multiplied before their very eyes. Mm. It has now been submitted to church authorities to determine exactly what... Oh, wait. This just in. The communion wafers have run out <laughs> because I ate them and they were delicious. <laughs> Something um, no one will ever say. Those communion wafers are delicious. <laughs> they hit different. I guess if you're on weed and mushrooms. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay. This is this is a long one. That's what she said she said <laughs> a new church has been formed in texas the church of silomethoxin mm -hmm. the church is centered on the practice of getting its members high on toad venom this is a very drug heavy fsbt update many former members have begun to deconstruct however and are no longer dependent on the traditions and liturgy of the church to get high on toad venom <laughs> Actually, I just thought of a better joke, because in the setup, it says the phrase, getting members high on toad venom, and that sounds like they're using frog poison <laughs> to give people boners. So here's my second joke. You know, call me old-fashioned, but in my day, all it took to give someone a boner was a beautiful woman covered in poison. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the Church of Silomathoxin. <laughs> I just really got hung up on the phrase getting members high on toad venom. It's just very That's That's a phrase right there. <laughs> Why do they call these things churches? Uh, 100% for legal reasons because okay. uh, they've got some laws in the book for like Native Americans that the government can't interfere with um, Okay. like peyote and, and hallucinogens that oh. are involved with religious practices. Oh, oh okay. But yeah, I don't think there's Baptist, actually anything. Christ but if you're Baptist selling weed, that doesn't count. Because everyone knows that Baptists don't do that for their religious practices. Well, you know, I mean, this, uh, you know, <laughs> you laugh when the Baptists said they were persecuted, and now it turns out they are. They I, are. I feel bad for them. <laughs> <laughs> those were great. Thank you for writing those. I enjoyed that. Whoever did it, whoever did it, thank you for writing those. <laughs> All right what's next uh you want to go to uh, podcast mom or do you want to do what is the algorithm selling us let's or do what you is the algorithm to... selling oh. us let's do what is <laughs> okay. the algorithm selling us first then we'll go to podcast mom <laughs> well i actually sent you one of the things that i sent you two things that the algorithm is trying to sell me right now you sent me like and a you picture were, you were uh, uh, uh incredulous at both of them that's not the right <laughs> word you were dismissive of both of them the, the the algorithm is trying to sell me pure flicks movies every time i go into youtube for anything it's a pure flicks ad yes uh, the latest one is hardened by grace <laughs> i thought you said hardened by grace <laughs> and i was like that's a different movie altogether <laughs> joey lawrence and michael w smith <laughs> okay now the next faith-based pitch will be an erotic thriller called Hardened by Grace. Oh, no. <laughs> you have done this, and it's your fault. <laughs> an erotic thriller.
thriller, faith-based movie. <laughs> this is what the world is missing, honestly. Hardened by grace. <laughs> it's like a it's like a Skinamax film from like 1995. <laughs> and yes, I occasionally went to my grandmother's house as a as a preteen, so Oh. <laughs> I, I did get exposed to a little bit of HBO and Cinemax. Nice. So, which I would spend the next week like, sweatily repenting for. But real HBO and not like the squiggly line. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we made do with what we had. <laughs> okay. So you got the pure flakes and then the... Uh, the boner pills, I'm guessing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, Twitter is very interested in selling me boner pills. Um, now I've clicked on this ad. that, or the, I've, I've clicked on this tweet that you sent me, so now I'm going to be getting these ads. Can you narrate the ad for us, please? Want to spice things up? Blue Chew. <laughs> with a chili emoji. Get your first month free with code TWITTER. And there's a 29 second video i'm not gonna watch it but the image is just a woman with a shirt that says blue chew on it and blue chew is prescription chewable sildenafil tildenafil redelnafil it doesn't even say what it's for you're just supposed to know what all those fills mean there's a there's a there's a period where every time i open twitter that ad was like pulled up and or a version of that ad was that i saw the ad somehow yeah and it was just a there's a part of the ad like in the beginning where she holds up the pill like (laughs) (laughs) and uh there's a little motion in the background where Mm -hmm. she's just moving around okay so you literally have like a boner pill like held up in front of fully clothed but but jiggling bosoms jiggling boobs yeah so that's really I, that's really what you do with the pill you don't even have to take it, it. you just have I, to watch I, someone hold it and jiggle their boobs and then it works well and i said that because here's my question <laughs> is this advertising too effective because if someone watches these ads will they even need your product anymore you know maybe that's the test it's like, did this ad do anything for you? No, you need blue blue chew. Yes, yes you're, because... you're fine. Move along. <laughs> Enjoy your life. <laughs> uh, because anyone who orders these pills definitely will have a very voluptuous 22-year-old model yeah. That's interested what in them. That's what happens. That's what models are looking. That's what young models are looking for is someone who needs pills <laughs> to get yeah. hard. Jeez, that was mean. Like, what if there's like a 27 year old guy that, that needs the pills? Well, he should stop watching porn <laughs> and go to church and get high on toad venom. <laughs> okay. Instead. All right. I don't know if what I just said was offensive. I don't know. I don't know if there are actually 27-year-old men out there with legitimate problems. I mean, maybe if, yeah. Yeah, I mean, low-T is a thing. Just blanket apology. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, What is my algorithm trying to sell me? A new one, and I don't know how this (laughs) happened, (laughs) is uh, (laughs) weed, weed gummies. I don't even live in a legal state, so it's like, I I don't know what you want me to do here. Why are you, I, maybe because I don't have my location pinpointed on uh, Twitter. I, my, my location says probably hiding in a bathroom, so. <laughs> so I get, and one of them is like uh, to, Tommy Chong or like Cheech and Chong guy. He has weed gummies. And then other ones are for, like, dispensaries that I know we have in Florida, if you have a medical card, which I don't, because they cost, medical cards cost, like, $600 every six months or something to keep up. Something insane. Wait, so you're saying the government found a way to get their cut of this? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They did. They really did. 
Uh, so yeah, that's and it's also been on my um, on my Instagram. With the it's new, but they don't they don't say their weed gummies on Instagram. They'll be like, try our mildly euphoric, cannabinoid something. <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not trying that. <laughs> Give me the good stuff. I don't want your cannabinoid <laughs> legal crap. <laughs> so how does that work when you're not in a legal state? Like, I mean, obviously they're not searching every single package that gets sent there. So Well, they wouldn't the company wouldn't be able to ship it. So like they le- they legally can't ship it to you. Oh, is that like when someone tried to send us a bottle of wine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At one time, and for some reason, you can't send it to Alabama. So someone else could buy you something in a legal state and mail it to you, and they definitely are not going to find it. We just stumbled upon a business idea. (laughs) Yeah. FSBT Enterprises. (laughs) Yeah, something like that. You live in Alabama, and I live in Florida, so... I, what could go wrong? <laughs> to say we don't neither of us have access to be shipping these things to anyone. <laughs> I actually have to contract with like third party. Yeah, so Worst someone ships it to ever. us and then we mark it up and ship it out. Okay. Got it. And we're sharing it here on this public podcast. What could go wrong? <laughs> okay. So the algorithm also tries to sell me hair removal products. Awesome. body hair removal and they like to specify all of the places that it works sometimes using emojis like a peach <laughs> uh, <laughs> um that's a that's been a big one which is so it's just very strange like how did i get in to this i i don't know i've, I've never like that. searched hair removal on google like i don't know it's weird you said that because you jogged my memory that the thing that before the boner pills was manscaping kits yeah george was watching a youtube video the other day and the guy literally like stopped his content to do a like a live ad for manscaping Uh i'm like okay well (laughs) this is great I'm so glad George is watching this. Yeah. Yeah. I and the you'll never believe this, but the ads for the manscaping kits were very similar. <laughs> right. There was one where she was holding up like the the electric razor, which is, you know, kind of phallic shaped anyway. Yeah. She was literally holding it like between her like right in front of her bosom just right here yeah (laughs) yes that's beautiful okay so we have uh (laughs) weed gummies hair removal um sometimes i get uh sexual wellness things now what is that wellness matthew that's the business term for sex toys okay i didn't know if it was like counseling or books or no 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 life coaching it's a it's a female forward products okay Uh, i got it what else um i get a lot of bras and underwear a lot a lot of those just that's the female equivalent of tactical sweatshirts yeah it's like my life will somehow be be and the bra ones really annoy me because it's like, is your bra uncomfortable? And it shows a person who's obviously in a bra that's like three sizes too small. It's like, well, yeah, y- y- of course it would be if I was wearing that size. <laughs> it's just, they're just not really well done. It's fine, though. Um, I think that's the gist of it right now. Just, yes. A lot of Whenever... things for my body. Whenever I I'm in a cycle of doing a lot of YouTube exercise videos, I do get like the automated doctors in Sweden yeah. <laughs> would like to show you their banned product before the United States bans it too. <laughs> One cup every night will cut belly fat by five pounds per day. <laughs> 
Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. And basically, the only thing I've seen the last two days is that it's Prime Day. So, it's Prime Day. Hmm. It's Prime Day. It's Prime Day. Save money by spending money. It's Prime Day. Did you... Did you... Do you do you have Prime? Yeah, we do. I had it f- like I had it for the Christmas season, and then I was like, "Man, I never use this. I'm just going to go ahead and cancel it." I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I've been trying to figure out if it's worth it for us. I use Walmart. We got Walmart Plus. <laughs> this uh-huh. is this is fantastic content. We got Walmart <laughs> Plus, and. The thing about Walmart Plus is you can order something to be shipped, and if it's in a nearby store, they just bring it to you. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to cut into Walmart's profits, doing my part by ordering like a one dollar item to be shipped to me and making someone bring it to my doorstep <laughs> the same day. <laughs> it's horrible. That's except, bad. It's bad except, for the earth. All of that. I know. Except they just jack the prices up to pay for all that. Shut up! No, they don't. <laughs> yes, they do. That's why. That's why a loaf of bread costs five dollars, and a gallon of milk oh, costs. Oh, it's my $10. fault now. Okay, I'm the, the reason there's doing, inflation. Well, yes, but also all the people that do like the uh, the in store pickups, like they have to pay those people. That, yeah. that walk around and and put stuff in the buggy. They have to pay them. So well, they took they them off the registers, and... though. So they don't have extra employees. They took them off the registers because now you basically. 80% of Walmart checkout is self-checkout. I don't know what kind of luxurious Walmarts you have down there, but there were never any people on the registers to begin with. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Over here. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when, you, when you go to Walmart and the, the line for the front begins at the deli in the oh, back. gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I went shopping on a on a sunday afternoon a few weeks ago and i was like never again just never again it's the worst time to go oh it was awful like everyone's out of church and also like let's do all of our shopping for the week and well then you get caught in like the thing of like the thing that we have here i don't know how the prices are down there but it's like kroger is cheap on a lot of things cheaper on a lot of things but Walmart has some things that Kroger doesn't have, yes. but then the Bogos at the Bogos at Publix are the best deals, but you can't shop for everything at it's Publix. It's very annoying. Deals. You basically have to, if you really want to be like, I'm going to do the best that I can to save the most money, you basically have to go to three grocery stores. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, well, am I actually saving money driving all over the place? Exactly. Let's just go to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I had this idea for a new segment. We used to do girl talk, which was people would ask me things randomly, and I would try to give a thought or two. And um, so I just sometimes I just have like something on my mind, and it's like a very mom thing. (laughs) Like I just feel like I want to be everybody's mom for a few minutes and pretend that I know what's best for everyone. Hey, Casey, what's the, what's the name of this segment? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think you do. <laughs> what is it? Mom Corner? <laughs> no, I think, I think. What did you call it? I think that you said you were going to call it Podcast Mom. Pop-ca- podcast Mom. Which okay. makes me think of <laughs> Podcast Mom has got it going on. <laughs> She's got the smarts to right all your wrongs. Casey, can't you see? They need your help for free. We know it's just a song, but Casey is our podcast mom. <laughs> I love it. You have to do that every time now. I, I had to work out the lyrics. The original version just didn't flow right. It's perfect. So the thing that I've been thinking about lately is public deconstruction. Okay. <laughs> just a real light topic for so fun, sexy Bible time. Immediately start laughing. <laughs> so I think that it's if you were raised in church, um, in in you know a conservative evangelical or adjacent faith, I think 
uh, deconstructing, even though that word now basically means nothing. Um, <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I think That's it's true. good. I think, <clears throat> I think it's good. I don't even think you have to call it that. I think it's good as you grow to uh, think about the things that you believe and um, make them your own and maybe think about the things that you were taught and discern if those are those are what you actually believe or what you were just told to believe and etc you know i and i do feel like most people naturally go through that in adulthood you you become an adult and you're like oh i have my own thoughts and oh some of these don't coincide with what i was taught and oh american christianity is that kind of like a really crazy place what do i feel about that etc but there's just the thing about doing this publicly and i'm not talking about like randomly sharing here and there like i'm struggling or uh here's where i'm at right now but like kind of making a making a brand maybe that's too strong a word i'm not trying to be mean here that's okay Right, there you of of your deconstruction it feels like it's not helpful because i feel like it it has to like change the the like the purity of the process because of dopamine <laughs> <laughs> So, like, when you're posting things and working things out and people are giving you feedback on it, it, you're online. Like, we know that when we get likes and comments that those are little dopamine hits for us. You're saying it it tailors the direction of your process. Right. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, So then if you're doing that, and also I've seen that, like... If you're publicly deconstructing, you are, you're going to attract a certain audience and there is a level of tribalism in that, like where everyone's kind of on the same path. So let's say you're deconstructing, you're sharing all your thoughts, you're getting your dopamine hits but you also have all this constant feedback from the same people who feel like they're in the same place. Does that then affect like your freedom to think differently about something? Like, okay, I want to, I want to throw, throw this bathwater out, but I don't want to throw this baby out as it were. And like, if you're doing all of this, do you then have the freedom to say that or do you now feel like you're going to lose this new community that you've gained for yourself because you've done all of this publicly? Uh, and it's really hard because I know that a, a lot of us are lonely. I, I feel this like with where we're at spiritually or on our spiritual journey. So we want to like, we want to connect with people. We want to connect with like-minded people we want to feel like we're not alone on this journey. But I've just, I feel like I've just seen it so many times where I just, I watch these people and they make a whole thing out of their deconstruction. I'm like, how is that? How, how can that be authentic? (laughs) If you're just constantly getting that, that, that feedback and, and those, uh, those affirmations and I don't know it feels like it has to st- it has to like divert your path not maybe not divert but it definitely makes you go maybe in a certain path whether you're realizing it or not so it's just been on my mind that I think there's just a lot of loneliness and I think there I don't know if like publicly going through your spiritual journey is is like super wise and i'm not um sub tweeting podcasting an individual (laughs) so it's hard too because i think that there's people who are doing this and we feel like oh this person this person sharing where they're at is really helpful to me so that's hard too because i think that 
some people have been encouraged to want to like to learn from people yeah i mean but then i've also been encouraged but then put in crisis because i've been like following someone's journey and then all of a sudden they're like well i'm not a christian anymore i'm like oh shit is that where i'm gonna end up if i keep down this path you know i've been following you encouraged by where you're at in your faith encouraged about like how you're trying to like really break it down and and follow jesus and then you're just like well actually no i'm not that so then it kind of threw me in crisis to to see that so yeah i mean you're, you're clearly talking about two different things of sharing where you're at but also that's one thing and but i mean I, I i hear what you're saying because you're talking about the other thing which is almost like a neediness of yeah you know i, I need everyone to watch me right now <laughs> yeah and validate everything yeah. i'm saying and i've i know i've talked to you about like starting a a sub stack and writing and like part of my hesitation is like i don't want to get this feedback and then have it affect affect me like this to where i'm now just like going through the like trying to think through these thoughts just so i can get that that feedback from people it's hard that's the it's hard to go against the likes and the comments and the feedback <laughs> yeah it really is it really is you know we've talked a lot of times on this podcast about like how when somebody starts that spiral of Mm -hmm. This gets me attention. This gets me attention. As I lean into it, it's really hard to pull yourself up out of that spiral. Right, right. Yeah. And I think that maybe, you know, we like to think we're above things. <laughs> like, we like to think, oh, that wouldn't happen to me. Because I, I can see it clearly. I, I can see that, that, that this is a tendency. But that's that's not how humans work unfortunately mm -hmm. knowing how something works and then making a decision you know different it just is like <laughs> it doesn't happen even though i've been like god i i will be the one person who doesn't get weird <laughs> if you make me a millionaire i'll be the one person <laughs> who does it right <laughs> Anyways, that's what's just been on my mind you know, you say, as I you, scroll. You say that, but then you're gonna, <clears throat> then you're gonna stop shopping at three different grocery stores as soon as you get that million. I know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Anyways, that's been on my mind. I have other things that are just, you know, and I think it's just kind of like when your own mom would talk to you. You know, just take it or leave it. Who cares? <laughs> That's definitely what my kids are doing when I, like, try and and share with them things. I know that sometimes they're really clued in and other times they're like, shut up. Just shut up, Mom. We don't care. So that can be what this segment is. If it's helpful, great. If it's not, whatever. Just <laughs> move along. <laughs> That's what moms are for. Uh, as long as you don't get to where I am, sometimes with my oldest with basketball, I give her all these basketball pep talks, and sometimes I'll, yeah. I'll catch myself like listening to what I'm saying. It's like, do I actually do that in my own life? No, no. Yeah, well, that's part of being a parent. You're encouraging. You're you're trying to encourage your kids to be better than yourself. To you're better than your own tendencies. Because you feel like if we can start this now. Maybe there's a little bit of a chance for you. I'm too far gone. <laughs> but then our kids just swing like a pendulum. and <laughs> Yeah. They're kids. I know. As, I as know. much as we push them one way, yeah, we can get them there, but then their kids will swing back the other way. Yep. Yep. Okay. What, what time are we at? We're at like 44. Do you want to do a summer segment or do you want to keep the episode? No, uh, oh. that was 44 doesn't count like the eight minutes that it took. We didn't have calls. eight minutes. Okay, so let's, well, let's end this then talking about summers. So uh, <laughs> you, you text me, what do you want to talk about <laughs> on the episode? And I said, the summers of our youth. That's <laughs> like, geez, <laughs> getting deep very, on me very vague and what are we talking about okay so 
uh, if you've been listening for more than five minutes, you know, I, you know, we sent our kids to public school last year. So summer is different this year because when you're homeschooling, summer is like basically just you're, you're where you always are, but you're just not, you're just not doing all your schoolwork. But when your kids go to school and you get very used to them <laughs> being gone, and then they're home. You're like, oh, okay. We have to do. We have to find something to do. Wait, I can't. I can't. We're doing nothing. So I've been thinking about what my experience was like growing up. <clears throat> and our church, when I was in youth group, had something called Summer Quest, and it was there was a middle school version and a high school version. Quick question. Okay. Spelled correctly or. K-W-E-S-T. It was it was spelled correctly. Okay. It might have been one word, like with the Q capitalized in the middle. Okay. I don't know. But it was spelled correctly. <laughs> a, a very valid question for late 90s, early 2000s youth groups. Um, so there was a middle school and a high school, and each one had an event once a week that was an outing. So... It was like putt putt and fun spot and which is like a go-kart arcade type place and just so many things through the whole summer. And then you also had summer camp, which was a week in the summer, usually later in the summer, because when you get that spiritual high, you want it to still be there when you go back to school to so engage the all, culture, <laughs> to win all your friends for Jesus. So that was usually later in the summer. But uh, I, I could not afford to do this for my kids if, if this was a thing. And I'm sure it's a thing in churches still. But I'm like, an event once a week that is money. Yeah. For, I would have three kids, because Jane's going into the sixth grade. So I have three kids in youth group ages wanting to go to events once a week. And some of them were not... Some of them were cheapish, you know, $10, $7. But then other ones were like Bush Gardens, which is in Tampa. So you got like charter buses and just incredible. I, I, I'm like, they, it's so interesting. You don't think about that when you're a kid. You don't think like, oh, wow, my parents are paying a ton of money to send me places so that I can have something to do. It sounds like you need to take a... um a page out of my parents' handbook and just come up with boogeymen for each thing of why <laughs> your kids aren't allowed to do it. I don't have to do that. I, I The boogeyman is my bank account and <laughs> <laughs> they know. They they know. <laughs> so we're, we're uh, taking advantage of every free activity we can. I have a friend who lives like seven minutes away. They have a community pool. So we go there once a week or so. Uh, we're staying at a friend's condo next week. You know, that that's it's nice to have friends who have beach condos. <laughs> but it's just what what did you do in the summer? I told you what you, I did during the summer. I listened You to, weren't in youth group. I listened to jars of clay and felt guilty for thinking about boobs. That is that is something. And wrote uh, horrible Christian fiction in my room late at night. Oh gosh. Faith. Did you guys have like rules around like how much you could watch TV? And... Uh, occasionally, uh, but uh, so on the weekends, my brother and I would get real wild. We'd stay up till uh, two in the morning because uh, there was a Three Stooges block of programming, and we would Perfect. stay up till two in the morning <laughs> watching Three Stooges. So you know, as I guess you we, could as we say, already know, Danny and I send our kids to bed because we need them out of the TV room. So I guess you could say uh, things got pretty crazy <laughs> in the Pierce house. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I'm like I'm not doing a lot of um, uh, policing of my kids watching TV or playing Xbox or playing Roblox on their phones or whatever whatever they're doing. Um, but I do start to feel it like, oh, we, I, you guys got to get out of the house. 
We gotta get you in the sun. It's so hot here too, so it's not like go play outside. You, you, I mean, you know, you're you're purposefully putting yourself out there for some insane reason. But I'm not gonna be like, hey, George, do you want to go throw the ball? Because I don't want to go out there. I don't want to go throw the ball in 110 degree heat index. Yeah, that's pretty gross. It's awful. It's awful, and he doesn't like it either. We'd be out there for like five minutes. He'd be he'd be soaked. He's a sweater. He'd be soaked. <laughs> Just like let's go inside and watch a show or something. But man, those '90s youth groups. And the thing was, like, it's not. I was thinking about this last night too. It's not like they were making a profit from these events. Yeah. But when you offer this stuff. It makes your church desirable yeah. to attend. So then eventually you do, you bring more families in that way. And assuming they they give money to the church, then it, it it's worth it. The Assembly of God Church I grew up in, and we moved like right as, I mean, I, I had just gotten youth group age before we moved. But I remember a lot about them. Paintball was a huge thing. It was like paintball. That's like, definitely one of the ones that they did. I never did that because, you know, I, I'm, I, I, I like to avoid physical pain. So there were girls who would go, you know, to, to prove that they were cool with the boys. And come stuff. back with bruises. Like, congratulations. <laughs> and I know that's mean to project that on those girls. Maybe they really did enjoy it. I don't know. I'm not, I'm like, no, we're not. The only pain I've ever willingly stepped into was childbirth. <laughs> but other than that, that's just, no. Yet again, Casey. asking me about the other day. Where he's like, would you do this? Like, no, I would not do this. <laughs> Yet again, Casey using remember. rigid gender roles on this podcast. <laughs> I just, I had no interest. Physical discomfort is not, <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, you're going to have to come out of this when George becomes a baseball star because you're going to have to help train him. <laughs> you're going to have to be out there in the heat with at the batting cages I know. until he's old enough yeah. to drive. Like, I know. And you know I'll do it. I'll do anything for George. <laughs> Who is 13 years old, by the way. No, (laughs) he just turned seven, which is crazy. I did my first podcast episode with you when I was pregnant with George. I was 37 weeks pregnant with George. Took a giant break. (laughs) From ever, from everything. We would just DM it in the middle of the night (laughs) back when (laughs) you didn't have to work at 4 a.m. Yeah, I was like, huh, wonder... I wonder who I'm going to find to help with this podcast while Casey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fun times. We've been friends for a long time. Yeah, I think one of the first, I think your first DM to me was I had tweeted you some kind of weird CCM reference and yeah, I don't remember who reached out to who, but you were like, yeah, if you could just, all communication could be weird CCM references, I'd be okay with that. And <laughs> <laughs> You DM'd me first and you were like, Please feel free to block me <laughs> or something like that. You just were like straight up front. If this don't if this that. is too weird, you can block me. Probably because I had done some weird CCM tweet and you responded and I was like, oh, she knows exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I've held up my end of the bargain of all communication is weird CCM stuff. I You really have. You have. I'll still get very, very random messages about something. Uh, you know, some, <laughs> Just... like, one album band from, like, 1998 <laughs> that was yeah. On, yeah. on the Sparrow imprint or something. <laughs> yes, yes. Back when Twitter used to be fun. Always fun. Actually, no, it wasn't. You still had people, like, arguing all day about things. I remember yeah, that. Twitter Twitter has always sucked. Like, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a burning building, and that's kind of what make, yeah. makes it... I mean, I guess that's what makes it fun. It's, it's just a, a mess at all times. Man. 
Oh, well. <laughs> I don't know when is the last time I've tweeted, like, a tweet for everybody. It's been a while. I need I need to make a comeback. I thought of a funny Timothy Chalamet tweet because he's going to be Willy Wonka or whatever. Um, and, like, who cares? Nobody, why, are we, why are we doing another Willy Wonka movie? Yeah, that's what we like, needed. Was... <laughs> we don't need this. How many Wonka movies do we need? This is not even that interesting yeah, if, of a story. If you made, like, a list of, like, fictional characters who probably had weird sex stuff, like, Willy Wonka is, like, what? Oh, number he's one, in the top five. Number yeah, one and number two? At least in the top five. Yeah. So I did this tweet a few years ago about, like, it was like, if I have to die with zero dollars to my name, I want to die married to Danny Haas. But if he dies first, I want to die rich and married to Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to, like, quote, retweet that, be like, I'm rethinking this <laughs> with the news of the, with the, with the um, trailer for the Wonka movie. <laughs> <laughs> he's so small you'd have to like pick him up and carry him to bed every night you know i would <laughs> <laughs> like a sleeping child you just have to cradle him in your arms and carry him he up is to bed. really small I, I i am hoping he fills out he i don't know if there's are there any other actors that have been like so small throughout their adulthood oh great question i feel well tom cruise obviously he's tiny no but he's short is Timothy Chalamet short? I think so. But Tom Cruise still has some like beef on him. Yeah, and you know it like, ain't natural either. You know, when you saw all, him like, in steroid. when you saw him in Maverick on the on the beach playing football, he's not scrawny. Scrawny actors, Elijah Wood. Yeah, he's short too. Most oh, actors I'm are pretty of. short. Um, as we have well know on this podcast, we talk David about- Tennant. David Tennant. He's pretty short. Or, not short. He's scrawny. He's tall. But, like... Anyways. <laughs> That's a fun rabbit trail. Alright, I have to get some lunch before I take a kid to the orthodontist, so... Sounds good. Dr. Thunder.